put on my uni for this. Yeah, yeah. Hey, who you with? I'm with the team to be the champ. Hey, hi, hello, happy Wednesday, and welcome to Indeed. I'm Mike, here always every Wednesday to talk to some independent wrestling friends and family from around the world. Today, got a great guest with us. Can't do it without my co-host, though. How are you doing, Reg? Doing pretty well. It's your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. It's Indeed. It's Wednesday, and we got a very special guest. I'm excited about this. Somebody in our chat, Mike, though, is even more excited than we can even begin to be. So I'm excited about this. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, Van Twinblade, you're here every week. Uh, I know you're an avid, <laughs> avid fan and you're uh, you're here every week with us. But I know, you know, anytime there's a Glory Pro show, you're probably hanging out there. Um, actually, somebody who through their constant support and chat and always mentioning Glory Pro is actually kind of uh, what put me on to Glory Pro early on in my uh, coverage of independent wrestling. So it's a uh, very... Uh, you know, very fi- very fun to finally have Dan the Dad here with us. Uh, you know, he wears many, many hats. Uh, the dad hats, uh, the promoter hats, the wrestler hats. Uh, owns Glory Pro Wrestling. And until three weeks ago, he was also the uh, almost 1,400-day Alpha 1-0 Gravity Champion. Uh, so we do have Dan the Dad here, and welcome to Indeed. Yeah, legendary title run. We'll, we'll not mention the fact that I hadn't defended it in over three years, but... <laughs> we'll ignore that fact and uh yeah so over 1400 days or whatever it was that was hey oh did i freeze it's pretty cool oh, that no. was it there was fun to go. bring it back a little bit later absolutely um actually and uh you know that that's definitely something that i'm sure will be uh you know maybe a relevant title again uh in the in the near future but uh uh, you know, we do want to talk about Glory Pro, but before we get there, I've got some uh, some housekeeping. I want to I want to I want to take care of with Dan the Dad real quick first. Mm-hmm. Uh, just saw you over the weekend, GCW, please, buddy, in St. Louis, and uh, had the unique experience of sharing the ring with Santana Jackson. Uh, it's a rare moment in independent wrestling where uh, there are two people who are so heavily rooted in their character work clash. It's not something we get to see all the time now lately. Uh, so, you know, it's how. You know, how was that on your end? And you know, did you learn learn any uh, moonwalk tips at all? No, I am not coordinated enough to moonwalk. I've tried my whole <laughs> life um, as a Michael Jackson fan growing up. But uh, Santana is awesome. I mean, even as a as a wrestler and just as a performer in general, even just getting to know him and and talk about his his life and career as a doing his Michael Jackson show out in Vegas and traveling around with that he's a very interesting and, and cool dude and then getting in the ring was so much fun you know it's always uh, it's fun to watch you know two people who don't take themselves overly seriously uh mm-hmm. go at it um to put it in one way and uh 
he was awesome though. I mean, it was my first time really meeting him and uh, familiar with his work, but you know, you, you become more familiar with someone when you get to step in the ring with them. But uh, very cool. I'm really happy for him and all the success he's having um, going viral all over the place. You know, that's important for uh, the, the character types out there to just kind of get that stuff out there and, and get people talking. And everyone's talking about Santana Jackson. I'm glad I was able to at least be a little bit of a part of it this past weekend. Yeah, it's uh, I guess that's really a really cool place to start, actually. Um, my great uh, beginning here, um, character work, especially in independent wrestling, it's something that's constantly talked about with uh, the current state of wrestling. Uh, person like me, really in the spot, spot foods, they know these things, but then there's these other uh, wrestlers, these other characters that do get into the character work, and you're one that's kind of at the forefront of it. Um, did you make a conscious effort to do that? What made you want to kind of separate yourself from all the other just we do moves independent wrestlers? Uh, I mean, you just kind of said it. I mean, it's just about separating yourself and, and standing out as best you can. And I, I would never, ever be try to paint myself as the one of the most incredible athletes in professional wrestling. So to see uh, the incredible things that some of these guys and, and women can do all over the place. Um, for me to stand out was going to be more with uh, creativity and with just trying to maybe use my mind a little bit more. So it was more about trying to stand out, trying to do something different because I mean, everything kind of blends together a little bit with wrestling. Sometimes if everyone's going out and trying to do the exact same thing. So it was more about uh, uh, just staying uh, ahead of that. And, and, and when, uh, you know, the idea was pitched, you know, there, we, we go back and talk about uh, like Ethan Page and Mance Warner pitching the idea years ago. Uh, you know, I was wasn't really sure about it because I had always just been, you know, a, a wrestler in his, his little boots and trunks and uh, was having some success. But uh, once once I started, kind of got into it and then realized, you know, the, the um, immense amount of creativity that can come with it. I started to really enjoy it. And I, I don't think I could ever go back just because it's like like working with santana jackson and coming up with like how does a dad fight uh, michael jackson and just the i'd be able to approach wrestling from that perspective as opposed to just the more traditional perspective is just what works for me and, and i enjoy it uh a ton so um it, it really just comes down to you know doing what you're best at and i feel like i i found something that i really enjoy and, and the crowd really enjoys so i just keep doing that and, and that's my thing hell yeah it's definitely uh that you know definitely you know seems to be working in your favor um that we mentioned it off the top of the show uh you know we've seen the title on ascend and obviously with news of the return in uh, february i feel like i must ask you uh also as a resident of the glorious city of hamilton ontario myself uh i have to ask you about the uh, the alpha one wrestling uh zero gravity championship uh also you know again it, it was a promotion where you know, the Dan, the dad character really kind of uh, got a lot of like test runs uh, early on. Uh, so, you know, how how do you feel about Alpha One coming back uh, is where I kind of want to get your thoughts on right now. Yeah, super excited about it. Like you said, uh, Alpha One was where Dan, the dad was born, um, kind of forced upon me after uh, Ethan Page photoshopped my my. Uh, uh, promo picture with with glasses and said you're Dan the dad now and that was literally how it, it came about as I was 
kind of, you know, going back and forth. I'm like, oh, should I, should I really get into this or not? And once my hand was forced up at, up at Alpha One, um, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll never look back because it's, it's been great. So um, super excited. You know, it, it's odd just to kind of um, some of us who would, would go from, come up from St. Louis up to Alpha One. It was always like me and Cody Lane and Warhorse. And we would, we were going up there, you know, every month, sometimes twice a month for a long time. And then to, um, you know, pandemic and post-pandemic having, you know, not having the opportunity to, to go up there as much. Um, it's really cool to be able to come back and, and come back uh, consistently. So, and then great for the Ontario scene, which has produced, you know, so many great wrestlers over the years, whether it's Ethan Page, Josh Alexander, um, and then, you know, guys are up there now like Mark Wheeler and Shane Saber and Space Monkey. And um, just be excited to uh, see everyone all the time again. You know, people used to see uh, at least once a month for a long time. And, you know, they're, they're folks that I only see once in a while now. But the, the consistency of, of getting back up there and, and getting the Ontario scene um, back to where it should be again is, is very exciting. So um, and, and Alpha One and Glory Pro have had a, a, a partnership ever since the beginning. It's, I don't know if people really realize that uh, Glory Pro was kind of started as an offshoot of Alpha One, you know, right from the beginning. So it kind of became its own thing pretty quickly. But we've always been uh, tied together. Um, the St. Louis scene has always been pretty, pretty well tied to the Ontario scene as some of those folks make their way down to Jody Threat, Shane Saber, and uh, yeah. Mark Wheeler. They, they've all come down recently. Um, so yeah, I love I love the the uh, connection that we have up with the Ontario scene. Absolutely. Go ahead, Reg. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. I, I didn't want to uh, step on any toes, but uh, yeah, that's really cool to hear uh, the collaboration effort. Um, I think when we heard about Alpha One coming back, we we're just excited to have another promotion, especially Mike, super close to where he is. But uh, to know that there's gonna be something more behind it, and there's it's more than just a new promotion or an older promotion coming back. It's great to hear. Um, Glory Pro is kind of at uh, one of the forefronts of independent wrestling regionally, I think. And and what kind of – I think the future of independent wrestling is is more regional-based promotions. We talked about it last week with Suge on, like, getting big in places like that, focusing on being the man in your region. And I think Glory Pro – consistently provides that uh that alternative for a lot of places what is the motivation behind um the shows and competing with all the other kind of independent super shows because glory pro shows aren't independent wrestling super shows they're like story based they're the wrestlers are connected to the promotion there's a lot more that kind of goes into it yeah, a lot of that just comes from like how much wrestling is on TV now, you know, compared to say five years ago. And it's mm -hmm. like, how do you to try to run an independent promotion um, to get eyes on it? And even when you go to like to, when you see GCW running pretty much every weekend, you know, as far as like like the the live independent wrestling landscape is is just very very saturated. And so. Yeah. Um, it, it, it kind of from what we what we've been doing recently is is kind of trying to flip the script a little bit and go back to more something story based, something episodic, something that promotes local talent as well as you know uh, consistent talent that we bring in um, that we can watch them kind of learn and grow and and work together and then kind of operates as one one team where everyone's kind of going in the same direction as opposed to let's see how many 
people we can fly in to put on a super show and maybe get eyes on it or maybe you don't um it's just become difficult to to compete with especially when you I mean you've got collision on a saturday you know running yeah. live i mean how, that that's with I ring mean, of that, honor apart attached to it too yeah so i mean even just like being able to get uh wrestling fans to tune in live is difficult yeah. so trying to flip the script a little bit as we uh you know started uh running with ascend which we're on, we've got episode 10 dropping uh tomorrow uh, and I'm sure we'll get into that more a little bit. But, you know, the idea behind that was just not trying to compete in a place that there's just really you, you get you have no business right now. Whereas, um, you know, running something in a taped format, it's episodic. We can use the same wrestlers over and over, but have them, uh, you know, build stories together. And the, and the other part of that is, is us running in the state of Missouri, which is an athletic commission state which makes it hard to just bring in whoever you want whenever you want because there's uh, medical requirements and licensing mm. that needs to be done so it makes it a lot easier to use a consistent roster of people who have their license and like just logistically uh and so all of that kind of is what c- came together to to kind of form the direction we're going now I was going to ask you about that cuz like you've you've experimented with some different formats for uh like how you're broadcasting the shows um you know uh you, you did some like fight tv over the summer with a uh, delayed release uh you've done just like strictly on youtube before uh so now it's instead of even broadcasting the full live show you're kind of like breaking it up into multiple episodic chunks that are like on you know like a weekly delayed release um <laughs> So how have you been finding have you been like finding the response to this releasing the series that way versus you know the full sh- like the full show method um I, you know just like looking at it myself I know I noticed you know viewership wise on YouTube it's you know you're you're even the mini episodes are doing the same as like the full shows were anyway Yeah I I just think it makes it more digestible I mean to mm-hmm. expect people to to tune in do a two and a half three hour sometimes four hour wrestling show all the time is just it's just difficult and to expect uh anyone to be able to, to watch everything live is, is is hard so trying to just present it more like you know something you can watch whenever you've got the time you know not feeling like you're missing out on something if you miss it live and then then you think oh well, should i catch up on it well i already missed it live and then you, maybe you don't go and watch it so it's just mm-hmm. presenting it in a different way to where you know i encourage anyone who, who wants to check it out i mean we've got it's pretty easy to find not only the most recent episode, but a, a playlist of episodes starting from episode one all the way through. So if you wanted to binge watch it all and kind of get caught up and, uh, you know, also allows us to weave in more promos and stories in between, you know, just airing the matches, which is hard to do live when you're an independent wrestling company with zero budget. I mean, there's there's just being just to be real about it. And but by by taking it, the live aspect out of it, it gives us so much more control over. Uh, telling a cool story week to week and um, I, I'm just a little bit more proud of of that than trying to say well here's a here's a wrestling show and it's live and it happens and then it's over I'm a little more proud to say that, like well here's episode one through however many we end up doing and it all ties together and it all is one uh, you know product that that is going to grow and evolve and you know the first few weeks of it there was some kinks to work out, but I think, you know, like I said, we're, we're about to release episode 10 and I think it's the best one in terms of the format and, and everything really, really working together. So I'm just excited to, to keep it going and the way that the schedules kind of set for our 
uh, live events going through in the next year. It all lines up perfectly to keep doing this format. So mm. um, unless something drastic changes with the landscape, I think it's the way that, uh, that we're going to do it. And, um, you know, like I said, uh, you can kind of see the numbers. They're, they're, they're ticking up. They're, people are kind of uh, taking notice and um, and hopefully we can just kind of keep. And it's it's been nice to experiment with different formats. Like we'll post the whole episode on Twitter because, you know, using Twitter mm-hmm. blue, you aren't restricted to that two minute, 20 second. You know, we, we can mm-hmm. post an hour long video. Um, so that's more shareable than like a YouTube video, but it still goes on YouTube to kind of operate as like an archive. If you want to go back and check out the whole playlist. So it's just, it's just trying to get the content out there in any way possible. And it's not so much about, you know, sexy viewership numbers, as opposed to just like actually getting people to watch and and care because, um, you know, you look at, you know, even even if it doesn't have a million views, uh, you can still, you know, kind of check out like who's. Uh, tuning in every week and we're, you know, be able mm-hmm. to kind of put, put a premiere out so that people can, they want to kind of get a live aspect of it. There's that way where you can check it out as it's airing and talk to people about it as it's, as it's airing. And then, you know, if you can't catch it live, it's, it's just right there to, to catch up on whenever you, whenever you have the time. Uh, with that, did uh, any of the booking mentality change with kind of the forming uh, the format changes or was it kind of like, Cause you said you kind of just put the show together and break it down. Did that, did that change any of the booking mentality with the new format? Yeah, it definitely did. So it, it became more of like, what do we want to do over the next three months, four months, five months, you know, even longer uh, and kind of, and planning it out uh, more from that perspective, as opposed to, again, trying to book the most, you know, the, the card that, that jumps off the page and gets people to watch live, you know, as we're kind of, mm-hmm. you know, relying more on, stories coming week to week yeah that, that changes the booking so you might see people uh wrestle each other more than once which is like on the indies is, is you don't even see it as much anymore because everyone's looking right. for a first time ever match and a, a card full of first time ever matches and as that was kind of the trend for a while so you'll see people wrestle each other two three four months in a row it ends in some kind of stipulation match a payoff that leads to the next thing and that's that's where the, the the booking and scheduling all all comes together uh, to be different than if we were just putting on um, a live super show once a month, once every two months, whatever our schedule was before. I uh, I like hearing that you're going to kind of continue with using this model going forward because also you know aside from being like digestible, it you know the standout part that you know there is like uh a, a, you know you're kind of standing out with it too. Uh, there's not a ton of people that are, you know, doing something like this. Uh, it's mm-hmm. been, uh, you know, on, on my side, like as a viewer, um, you know, watching it every week, it's been kind of, it, you know, it kind of keeps Glory Pro more like fresh on my mind because I have like right. this, this weekly thing to look forward to. But then also like the catch up of being able to watch multiple weeks at once. It's, you know, it's been nice to take it in uh, the even from the story perspective, you have the ability, uh, you know, you do a lot of recap in there too. Like I I've noticed, uh, in, in each of the episodes, you know, if, if there's any kind of like story beats between, uh, anyone that's wrestling, you know, in, in, in an upcoming match, there's kind of a little recap package for it. But, uh, something that's really stood out to me about it is the commercials. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
the commercials are hilarious. Like the the AutoZone donut shop parody one, uh, it it sent it sends me. But uh, are these like provided by the local? Because I know they're I know they're actually I ha- I had to Google them because I, I they're actual local businesses, which I think is fantastic. <laughs> but did did they send you these or like are you guys making them for them? Uh, a little bit of both. We've we, we've made some from some others from sponsors that have come through. Other ones have just kind of had them in the can, and they they sent us over their their most entertaining ones. So that's another part of it. You know, when it comes to just revenue from this sort of thing, I mean, I it's kind of a, a secret, but not that much of a secret that streaming revenue, whether it's through Fight or IWTV or any any one of these providers, it's not that much, and so. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, what? Well, well, can we take something and make it free and see if we can attract advertisers and sponsors? You know, let's again, we're not, no one's getting rich off of this, but at least it's a way to um, offer the ability. Like, we can work with local businesses to uh, maybe they sponsor the live event, and we say, hey, we'll throw a little commercial on the on the weekly show. You know, it just kind of gets more of a package from like a business perspective to be able to reach that. Um, and that that's again, that's that's kind of the, the point of making it free and accessible is. If we can attract something like that, then that's great. But even if not, it's not like we were making any money from live streaming anyway. So it's just uh, it's just all about making everything accessible. And and you know, if the numbers tick up to where people want to get involved, then you know we can always reach out. And and then we've always worked with we've worked with you know wrestling brands like um, Smack Talk Showdown, a, a wrestling card game that you know I've mm-hmm. been involved with for a while. Um, other podcasts and things. And so there's always going to be wrestling and wrestling adjacent uh companies that you know if they want to get involved it's we're not going to charge you too much it's just a little spot on the show or uh you can sponsor a match and all, all that kind of weaves into just kind of getting uh just a little bit of money going from, from that perspective it's not that much but again it's it's not like we were making anything off of live streaming anyway so it's all just trying new stuff and trying to get uh see what works and and, and bucking the trend a little bit and, we could have a whole nother podcast yeah. on streaming. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. we really, you know, <laughs> with yeah. music streaming, wrestling streaming, streaming across the board, it's just a lot that needs to be worked on. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I I'm sitting here brainstorming what the Weird Glory Pro uh, Ascend Indeed commercial is going to look like. I'm I'm, <laughs> I, I'm getting I'm getting the the hamster is like is just racing up in the wheel here. Well, we're always happy. Like we could always just get. Because again, we, we we work with everyone who's uh, most of the roster is local. So if we all come together, we film promos, we film little commercials. We can that uh, can always be part of it. It's not really like a big uh, a big ask if you wanted uh, to do a little something with myself and Tootie uh, and ATM and any of the other Warhorse, anyone else who's local. Like we're all ready to to film a little something for anyone who wants to to help us out. So you know that happy to. To form any sort of partnership with anybody who might want to want to get involved, and then hey, you got a here's a here's a commercial you can post it yourself. You can do whatever you know. It's it's all about just kind of collaborating, working together to, to promote wrestling. Whether you are a wrestling promotion podcast, or you know you're a graphic designer, or you're making a wrestling game, or anything, we all should just be working together to to promote each other's stuff because we're all on the same side. I think. Hell yeah. Um, you mentioned those people that you mentioned, it got me thinking and kind of like the spirit of glory pro St. Louis, you guys have become like a, 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 a haven, a place uh, that people talk about one of the, when people are like, what are the underrated scenes? Like St. Louis comes up pretty often. 
talk to me about why the hunger's there and what kind of drives everybody to want to be great. Because there's a, a number of people that run together on the same kind of packs that are hungry and they're all ready for the next level and they're all from that area. What is it out there? I mean, wrestling just has such a history in St. Louis, whether you're going back to the, the NWA days and wrestling at the chase. And so everyone, everyone kind of grew up here. Like I know my, I grew up with, and my dad was a big fan and his dad was a big fan. And my great grandfather was a, was a regular at uh, wrestling at the chase back in the, in the seventies. And so that culture kind of like gets handed down. So a lot of people in this city in particular, I, like my personally, I don't, I don't have a single memory of not being a wrestling fan. I grew up right. just with wrestling. I, I feel like sometimes I'll do a podcast and someone will say, when did you discover wrestling? I'm like, I don't know. I was probably six months old. Like that's just kind of how St. Louis is. It's, it's very much in our, in our DNA here. And so I think that just that when you've got people who have watched wrestling their whole life, you're going to have a natural affinity for it. If you put the effort in and you're uh, a decent athlete and you're, and you put the work in. So, um, and then St. Louis itself is a very, just a hardworking city. I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of a, uh, one of, one of the smaller big cities, but, um, in that way, we don't maybe have a little bit of a chip on our shoulder to, to be great uh, in any way that we can sports in, in particular. So, um, I, I think it's just, it's just a St. Louis thing to be, to want to promote your scene and want to promote, uh, and, and prove that you're just as good as uh, Chicago or East West Coast or any other places that maybe get more attention, maybe are seen as bigger markets. You know, we uh, maybe we, we we get slighted a little bit sometimes, and that mm -hmm. results in people working hard. So I, I mean, you, you said it yourself; you can kind of see see it all uh, come together with everybody who's in the area. You know, working together, training together. Um, you know, looking to push the scene in the right direction. Like we don't have a lot of uh, infighting in this area. Like even just this month. Uh, Glory Pro and St. Louis Anarchy were running on the same weekend. Uh, they're on a Saturday, uh, November 18th. We're on November 19th. And instead of saying, hey, don't go to that other one, come to ours, we, we were promoting together. We're promoting a weekend to promote St. Louis wrestling. So to get people to, I mean, we, we, we know our fan base, like we have a great fan base here to where they're probably going to go to both. But why don't we promote and right. save somebody who's out in Kansas City or Louisville or Chicago or anywhere that's kind of in driving distance will come for a weekend to St. Louis. You can, you can see two great shows. You can uh, explore the city. I mean, it's just a matter of just kind of promoting, um, you know, our, our, our little engine that could kind of city here. So um, it's all about working together and, and just and just pushing that forward. That's it. That's I love that mentality, um, you know, camaraderie and community and everybody like you know, that just because you're two different companies within the same city doesn't mean you have to be each other's competition. You can, mm -hmm. you know, you, you can build a bigger and better scene at large by working together. Um, and like, you know, between that and with, uh, you know, kind of like more of the, uh, uh, you know, the, the distribution method for getting, you know, uh, putting out the shows and stuff like that. Um, you know, there's a lot of newer ideas and, you know, more, uh, you know, less of the like necessarily old school mentality of how, you know, wrestling is, is, is run. And uh, I wonder, because I know running Glory Pro on your own wasn't exactly something that was like in your cards initially when uh, it, you know, kind of like fell on to you to, uh, to, to run Glory Pro. So was that, uh, you know, are these newer ideas kind of something that come from a place of maybe wrestling, you know, 
being a full-time wrestling promoter not necessarily being something that was immediately in your future at the time yeah i mean it's all just been a learning experience i mean it's like i i i'm never one to, and then most of our, our our crew here is us we're not really ones to just do everything the way that you're taught or the way that everyone else is and it's it's, it's just about learning and paying attention to what fans uh want and then just the way the landscape has changed the past few years i mean just the aew existing and with as much content as that put out puts out put a lot of pressure on alternatives to wwe so it all it all kind of works together it creates this cycle of you know and, and even right now you see wwe getting extremely hot again which is great but then as an alternative to it, which all independent wrestling kind of is, is like this alternative sort of thing. Um, it's just about how do we reach people and meet them where they are and not expect them to just be constantly seeking us out. And, and that's just a lot of paying attention to what fans are saying and and, and who's tuning in and, and kind of seeing what they're looking for and, and trying new, new things. Um, so yeah, I wasn't, I, I certainly didn't uh, expect to be, uh, a wrestling promoter. I mean, it's even, it's difficult to promote and wrestle on the shows, but we, mm -hmm. we make it work, but um, you know, it's just about, and, but I just have a lot of fun coming up with different ideas and different ways. So the, the whole, the whole crew does. Um, so it's just, uh, we all work together and, you know, this isn't, wasn't all just my idea. I mean, it's, it's myself, it's Warhorse, it's Cody Lane. It's everybody who's, who's in the area here uh, working together to come up with stories and, booking and and all of that is it's, it's really a team effort that's really cool to hear here on the show we've had a number of wrestlers slash promoters on the show and we're always interested in kind of the balancing act because as much as glory pro continues to grow the dan the dad legend also continues to grow we're seeing you on different shows traveling all over the place uh doing your thing how do you balance trying to improve and become this better professional wrestler in the space while all the glory pro stuff is here too well it's a lot so <laughs> it's, 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 it's it really is it's tough i mean i work a full-time job too so also um, wow yeah yeah so it's it's not, i don't have uh too much of a life but um i guess <laughs> wrestling is life but uh it's cool i mean one of my favorite things about being a wrestler slash promoter though is being on the road myself and I, I've met so much so much talent that is on the shows is people that I've seen traveling and met and right. so you're not really limited to uh, just who's in the area or you know who your uh, who your friends are or anything it's 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 traveling and seeing new people and and bringing them in as as you know as logistics allow or whatever or schedules allow but um, to be to be like someone who travels and, and sees new people, it only helps the it makes the rest the promoting aspect pretty easy. It's like, well, who should I get? And it's like, oh, I just saw this, you know, these these uh, great tag team the other day. We need new tag teams. Let's get them in. And uh, and so I'm always paying attention. Not only you know on shows that I uh, promote or shows that I'm performing on elsewhere, I always watch the whole show as much as I can because it's always you're always on the on the lookout for new talent who's who would be great to bring in. So it, it honestly makes the promoting aspect or even like booking aspect so much easier by going around and traveling and, and seeing who's uh, who's getting hot on, on the indies. That's an, that's interesting. I never, uh, 
wouldn't wouldn't have thought about that. I thought about it actually that way, but you using like your you know almost kind of scout scouting with your uh with your wrestling dates. Um, <laughs> Double but, up. But uh, Glory Pro, it, you know, it has been a, you know, it's been a great place for uh, wrestlers in St. Louis to find their, you know, find their home. And uh, but you did also mention bringing people in uh, like you know, Tootie uh, Lynn that isn't uh, directly from St. Louis, right? Uh, she like kind of travels into Kansas. Uh, no, she's from St. Louis. Oh, she is. Mm-hmm. OK. Um, and uh, I know like Ethan, you know, Ethan Price, he is a Texan, correct? Yeah, he's originally from Texas. We've got um, Cody Lane also from Oklahoma, yeah. who also kind of got his start in Texas. Uh, love using cars from Chicago, too. Like, I think Laney Luck is, is the one of the best wrestlers in the yeah. world and having mm-hmm. her come over all the time and, and having a car from there. Then this, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Michigan car, like Jake something and Rohit Raju and Xavier Walker. Yeah. Like, oh, man. They're just my favorite. And so <laughs> those guys are good. Having them all, I mean, having them all be able to, you know, with how large they are, even if they cram into one car is, is beyond <laughs> me. Um, but having those guys come in uh, is, it, it makes things so much easier when we've got, you know, everyone who, uh, you know, feels like Glory Pro is like a home promotion for them. And they, we, they all, we all want to come. And it's nice that we're centrally located here in St. Louis so that when people come, come over from Kansas City or Michigan or Chicago or some cars coming up all the way from Texas, um, it's it's cool. We can all kind of, meet in the middle literally in the in the center of the country and and put on some good wrestling is is that why is is that like uh you know that's kind of central location uh like travel hub wise is that a lot of you know does that play into like a lot of wrestlers reasons for relocation to st louis usually yeah i mean it, it st louis has kind of traditionally been a good place um uh, tons of, of wrestlers from texas have, have landed in st louis like uh mm. like ach back in the day he he uh, got uh, moved to St. Louis from Texas to kind of become more centrally located to be able to to travel. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly as well, when he was getting started at Ring of Honor, that he, he ended up in in St. Louis. Um, so it, it's always been a, a great spot to to move to if you're if you're from a more remote area, especially like a Florida or a Texas or even like a West Coast or whatever. It it, it becomes a place where you can you're now in striking distance of uh, a lot more. Uh, promotions and, and things going on in, in the Midwest than you would be if you were just kind of in one of the tucked away in one of the corners of uh, from the U.S. or Canada or wherever you're from. Or Australia, perhaps. Sure. Or yeah, move all the way here like Shaz. She landed all the way from, from Australia to St. Louis. But it, it's for that reason, because it's a, it's a great centrally located place to uh, be able to go, you know, get on the road. Uh, now that I think about it, I see a lot of wrestlers kind of either tweet I'm moving to St. Louis or I'm going to spend time in St. Louis. I, now it's making a lot more sense. It's the central hub. The Everybody's hungry out there. And it, it seems like a pretty uh, nice and cool place to, to live. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm biased. But yeah, I'd say it's a, it's a great place. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. <laughs> How is it? uh uh the, the roster, we've named a bunch of wrestlers like these beyond just the St. Louis people. Everybody on this roster is hungry. Everybody on here is trying to do their own promos. They're trying to uh, make sure their characters are on point. How is it with such a hungry uh, amount of individuals consistently just wanting to either better themselves, better Glory Pro or better wrestling as a whole? It, it honestly makes it really easy. Like, like it, it kind of going back to wrestling and promoting 
on, on the same show. Like it's, it's really easy just to put a card together and say, here's what we're looking for. And to trust that roster to deliver without mm-hmm. that much direction. Um, you know, we're, we're pretty, pretty casual in terms of like what we demand from a, a particular match. I and mean, usually it's just kind of uh, open to some interpretation, which, which is because we, we use so many, uh, great wrestlers who can be trusted to put out the best possible match or tell the best story. So by bringing in, uh, you know, wrestlers from all over who are all good and are all like easy to to work with and and can take direction and are all working, you know, on the same team and working together, it, it honestly makes it easy. Once once the first match starts and the show kind of runs itself, unless there's some mm. sort of emergency or whatever, but. Um, cause I, I don't really watch the show until I go, I, I actually do the, the video editing for, for the show after it's, uh, after it's filmed. So I, I'll watch the show that way, but I never really get to watch it live because I'm busy preparing for, uh, whatever match or whatever I'm doing on the show. So, um, but it's the, I, I never really have to worry about it because everybody's a pro and can do their job. Shout, shout out to you for doing the video editing. That's a that's a you're you're not that that's two that's two now. You and Spencer Love, Love Pro Wrestling, both uh doing your full show editing. Uh so if that's the like it, so if that's the only time you watch like if that's when you first see most stuff back, like so well what was watching the casket, the uh the casket match with Jake something and Warhorse like when you're editing that just yeah, but, I did. I did actually catch most of that one live. Since usually okay. when, it's at the, when it's the main event, usually it's all calmed down to where I, I usually am out there watching that. But yeah, I, there was definitely some things that I was like, "Oh, I didn't see that happen." Or uh, <laughs> that casket really took a beating too. So that was a it was a it was a fun one. Um, yeah. We had, we we got in touch with uh, some real real great like local people to who have been ha- helping us with you know props and things like that too. So when when that thing got delivered, I was like, "This is the coolest." <laughs> Cool as it, it had to be big enough to fit Jake something, so like it was huge, right? Yeah, whoever built that, like I'm that thing looked like it was hefty. Like there were two, like I know I remember Warhorse got like power bombed into it when it was like upright, and then mm-hmm. Jake something got like slammed on it. It was never it's even solid. like it did not like did not bend, break, nothing. It was in ah. <laughs> uh, it was very cool. <laughs> it hurt. It hurt me to. It hurt me to watch the watch that. Also, Jake, something having to like lift it from the floor to the ring is just. He's that, a freak. That, yeah. that seems unnatural. <laughs> that seems unnatural. Jake, something should be world champion somewhere, and I'm gonna scream it to the heavens forever. And eventually, people will catch up and realize it. But just know, he will be. He will be. I 100 agree. He's that. No one is destined for greatness more than than Jake. Something for sure. Seriously. He's the best. Hell yeah. Um, speaking of uh, people who love Glory Pro, support Glory Pro, you know, we did mention Van Twimblade earlier. He'd send in, he did send in a couple super chats. So I do want to read those real quick. Uh, Dan is dad. Colt is uncle. Is MJF cousin. Also, Tootie's going to pin Rohit again and defend the zero gravity belt in, in, in Alpha One. Hey, look, I, I'd love that because I, you know, I've, I've seen Rohit and Hamilton enough times. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing Tootie Lynn up here, though. You know, yeah. Yeah, give me some 2D Lynn in Canada. Absolutely. Give yeah, me all like the it. give me all the give me all the Canadian first timers up here. I'd love this. Uh also uh dad, when are uh when are Cinco and his friends gonna get the belt? Which belt? Oh, like my belt personally? 
probably soon. By, probably by the end of the year, we'll I'll have to take a look at what we've got got coming up. But I, I, I can. It's safe to say that that'll happen eventually. We'll have to see. Yes. Uh, so I, it, yeah. Um, for those wondering, what I was, it, it's not in regards to a championship belt. Uh, you know, Dan the dad does some dad things, and sometimes dads get mad, and sometimes dads got to take the belt off. You know. Um. Actually, it's got me wondering because, like, there is like recent news that uh, that Homer Simpson isn't going to be choking Bart on the Simpsons anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are, have you have you like have you have you received any uh, like letters or complaints from concerned parent groups that like is you, do you have any like spots that you have to drop off? Uh, you know, it, like <laughs> any why you littles you got to get it rid of. <laughs> uh... I've gotten a few. I think it's important to remember context and how these are two people in a yeah. adults in a professional <laughs> wrestling match, and so uh, easy to ignore when stuff like that comes up because I it's not like I I would ever do that to an actual child. So right, uh, yeah, it's all it's all context and all in good fun. But I it, it has happened at least a couple times where you know whatever. dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Van Twinblade. Van Twinblade is he's in, he's having the time of his life today. This is the the chat is his whiteboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this feels fitting. I've been doing podcasts on FIFA for two years, and every time Van Twinblade's there, and every time it's about Glory Pro, never fails. Like for two years straight, it's always been Glory Pro. So this feels very fitting to finally have. Of Glory Pro representation and Dan the Dad here because Van Twinblade's been fighting for a long time. So appreciate you, Van Twinblade, for always yeah. sticking through. And we hope to have more Glory Pro people also, of course, because Absolutely. like I said, the roster and the, the people out there are killing it right now. Do a whole do a whole round table with the amount of people that I that uh, are you know glory pro regulars that we'd love to love to hear from here. Um which is something I kind of want to get to because, uh, you know, you, we, we, we talked about all the people who made a home at Glory Pro, but uh, you, you're always looking, uh, you know, I've noticed you're bringing out like new faces and, uh, you know, bringing in people that are, you know, fresh and maybe not not always familiar to the area. Who, who, who are some people that, uh, uh, you know, as we're wrapping things up here that you'd like to, you know, kind of maybe caught your eye that you want to shout out that, you know, from the St. Louis area that are maybe coming up that you'd like to see more of in glory pro or bring in for the first time and even outside of the area. Sure. So, I mean, it, uh, luckily I, you know, I, I involved a little bit in the, in the forge here, the, the school that's uh, kind of our, our main school here in the St. Louis area. So there's always oh, some, sweet. there's some uh, great talent. Like uh, you'll, you'll see uh, a couple of kids, the, the new guys coming up, great tag team. Um, they're, they're very new, but they're hilarious and they're a great uh, couple of uh, good athletic kids. So, uh, you'll probably see them on this uh, show this month, kind of to get them introduced. But uh, I encourage you to look them up. They've got some goofy promos, and they're trying the whole uh, you know Twitter promo game, which is is tough with the algorithm and everything. Super but tough. <laughs> but they're trying, and so I, I encourage you to look them up. Um, I mean, as far as outside the area, it's it's a it's a crime that Brian Keith hasn't been here, and I'm gonna uh, rectify that. That's just, hurry. that's just because of schedules. I, I I know the deal. So um, I'm sure no, everyone and their dog is like trying to get him. Yeah. Of, like, <laughs> when does he have time to go anywhere? Of course. Um, but yeah, even bringing over, you know, more folks from uh, the Chicago area, like Storm Grayson, the freelance champion. He's awesome. He's mm-hmm. been through a few times. Want to have him back more. Um, I've loved having, like, I, I love that that PME has become such a, a 
a, a staple of Glory Pro out of uh, the Cleveland area. So, you know, getting more people out from that area too. They can hop in the car. So we've, we've got, we've got avenues for just about um, a lot of different places in, in the country uh, to be able to get here, whether it's a carload that's already coming or, or something else we can figure out. So um, always on the lookout and wherever I'm traveling to, uh, to see who's, who's coming up. Absolutely. Um, and I know you do have must be the money coming up uh, next weekend as well. Yes. Next Sunday, the, the 19th. What's uh, so what can people look forward to on that card? And uh, you know, uh, yeah. Coming up. On yeah, that one. Big rematch between uh, Camaro Jackson and Calvin Tankman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very excited about that one. Um, myself and Luigi Primo teaming up. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a, a nice uh, a four-way for the Zero Gravity Championship. So Rohit's going to bring that back against Cody Lane, Tootie Lynn, and ATM. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a great card. So that's just a few of the, the top matches there. But, um, you know, just our usual thing, usual crew um, doing cool stuff. Hell yeah. Looking forward to seeing that uh, as it comes out week by week on Ascend. Yeah. Um, yeah, before we wrap up, you know, anything else you want to plug? Anyone anyone else you want to shout out, put over, promote before uh, before we head out of here? Yeah, like we've just been talking Glory Pro. So, uh, you know, best place to find Ascend is either on YouTube. It's the easiest way to find like the most recent episode as well as the archive or it. Our most recent episode is always the pinned tweet on our on our Twitter. So you, if you, mm-hmm. you can find it there, too. So no excuse to miss it. Um, that's at We Are Glory Pro on, on Twitter. Um, at Glory Wrestling on Instagram, some content there as well. Um, then all my stuff and at Thanks Dan the Dad on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. So um, yeah, Alpha One coming up. I'll be uh, going back over to Japan in a couple weeks for uh, Gan Pro, uh, nice. as well as uh, I may be stopping in by Choco Pro. That's not confirmed, but it kind of is. Uh, so you'll be on the lookout <laughs> for that. And um, yeah, so I'm excited to go back there and then come back and uh, hit the ground running. And we'll we'll see how. Uh, kind of finish this year strong and we'll see what what comes from from next year i'm real excited about 2024 really hell yeah well thank you so much again for taking some time out and coming and talking with talking glory pro with us today uh definitely would love to have you back on in 2024 talk some uh you know talk about your trip to japan talk about uh you know coming back up to canada here for some alpha one mm-hmm. again in the meantime uh you know Twitter links and everywhere, you know, go, go follow Dan the Dad, check out Glory Pro. Reg, where can everyone uh, where can everyone find you at, my dude? Uh, you can find me at Righteous Reg. Uh, I'm on with Denise tonight after uh, AEW for the AEW post show on her channel. Tomorrow I'll be on with Kate on the Ring of Honor post show. This Saturday, every Saturday with Philip Lindsay. This Saturday we have a very special guest, DNA the Battle Rapper. I'm very excited about that. So, yeah, we're going. We're moving. I'm excited. This is cool. Dan the Dad, super great stuff. We love just learning about the ins and outs of our favorite promotions and a continued success, I hope. I love everything that you guys are doing there, and we appreciate you coming on. No, thanks, guys. Yeah, Anytime, uh, reach out. I'll, I'd love to come back. Hell, yeah. And uh, for myself, uh, Twitter's right there every wednesday with reg talking about independent wrestling next week we've got a uh, unconfirmed guest from west coast pro wrestling but somebody's going to be here uh to talk about whiplash which is happening next weekend week after that uh matthew grant he's the crossbody pro wrestling internet champion he'll be here hanging out um actually fun fact uh former alpha one referee uh ah. 
Yeah, I know Matthew. I haven't, I haven't seen him in a long time. I'm sure I'll see him when I'm, when I'm back up there. Yeah, and then uh, another familiar name, perhaps, uh, 29th of November to round out the month, Von Vertigo is going to be here. He just got back from a uh, self-booked trip to the UK, and we're going to talk about that because that's been uh, definitely some adventure. Thank awesome. you for tuning in hanging out with us. We'll see you in a week. In the meantime, go to some independent shows. Peace and love. <laughs>